You've been diagnosed with anxiety, chronic pain, seizures, or MS. You hear that cannabis can be a great help in dealing with these illnesses. Now what? What's it like to run one of the Commonwealth of Massachusetts medical marijuana dispensaries? We'll talk with Julia Wentworth, manager of Garden Remedies in Newton, Massachusetts, next on In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of In the Weeds with Jimmy Young. Once again, brought to you by Vape Daddies, the premier retail store dedicated to vaping your favorite substance of choice. Now with four locations in the Boston area in Newton, Norwood, Framingham, and Braintree. Who's your daddy? Vape Daddies is the answer. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share, and follow In the Weeds, this podcast, with episodes available on iTunes and the CLNS Media Network. We'll also create a video file available on the YouTube channel of CLNS Media. We welcome Julia Wentworth of Garden Remedies. Julia, thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, thank you for having me. Take me through what it's like if you're over 70 years old, and in some cases over 30 years old, and I say that because the 70-year-olds lived through the 60s, and the 30-year-olds grew up in where it was still taboo, and the parents are saying, oh, you can't have this evil weed, this is worse than anything you could ever, you know, it's a gateway, all the BS that Reefer Madness put in the generation's heads back in the 1937 era. Um, what it's like to be a first-time patient who has who has already got their card and they're coming into the uh, dispensary and I'll take you into the front door. Uh, I'll take you from the front door and then you can take it from there. How's that? Is that fair Ab- enough? Absolutely. So you must go to the dispensary with two picture IDs, yep. one being your medical marijuana card and one being your Massachusetts driver's license. Um, and it is a state-state match. You can't go in with an out-of-state license. You can't go out with another state's dispensary card or anything like that. It has to be state-to-state. You show it at the um, the camera that's outside the locked front door. The um, person behind the first wall, if you will, is sitting there watching the camera and saying, oh, here's a new patient. I'm going to buzz them in. You get buzzed in. You hand your two cards to that person. They greet you with a nice hello. First question always is, is this your first time in to this dispensary? I don't care. I've been to about six of them, and I have opinions about each one, and you know, that is kind of the beginning of it. Then they take your information and they walk you through what's next. And of course, you can't see what's inside the dispensary mm-hmm. once you're in this little waiting, you know, room, closet, whatever you want to call it. It is usually uh, not more large enough for more than two or three people. Some towns even restrict the number of people that you can have in that entryway, right? Mm-hmm. So you're not going to see I, – I don't know if you've ever seen the lines outside. I don't know, you know what would be the, the worst-case scenario, best-case scenario on that. All I know is they're very friendly when you walk in. You take the information. You get buzzed into the actual dispensary. Take me from there. Welcome. <laughs> That's our first – absolutely welcome. Um, what do you it, see? Can you describe – I, I sometimes see um, – you know, a, a portfolio from Canacare Docs. Maybe they're recommending doctor, and they've got their their folder of recommendations for them according to um, their symptoms. And and that might be the first thing we ask them: What brings you in today? You can usually tell on their face; um, it's either terrified, and they don't know what to do, and they're just completely lost. Um, in that case, we may recommend or suggest that we have a private consult room, and if they would feel more comfortable, we'd be happy to go in and sit with them in there in private. Mm-hmm. I would say 
mm, probably 25% of them say yes, please. Hmm, that's great. Yeah. And that, is that age-specific or just experience-specific? Ex- experience. Yeah. Okay. I, I definitely, we've, I've, <clears throat> I've consulted with every age. Um, it doesn't matter. It's, it's that fear. Yep. Something new. Any, exactly. By the way, welcome to the human race again. Right. You, anything that's new to you is going to be unknown. Right. So you are going to be a little scared and on edge. Correct. All my, um, all the PCAs there are trained in active listening, open-ended questions. What, tell me something about your symptoms. You know, what are you feeling? Well, I have a lot of pain during the day and, and arthritis. And do you have trouble sleeping? Because that underlying, that, that is probably the biggest culprit of our society is the fact that it, there's so many, it's a domino effect. If you can't sleep, you're susceptible to cancers. You're susceptible to every ailment there is, obesity, you name it. Uh, sleep has so much to do with our society. It's the healing time it for your body and your is. mind. And yeah. if you're not healing properly you're not going to feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a big, big player mm-hmm. in, in what we ask them. We also ask when the last time have you ever consumed? Right. When was the last time? Oh, in the 70s. Oof. Okay. Things are different. Well, <laughs> at least they remember the 70s. Exactly. Okay. I know. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But yeah, so it, it's definitely a, just a myriad of questions that we ask and really try to pinpoint what their needs are. Um, and then we make our recommendations based on that. Are you, um, do, do you object to smoking? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. Um, well, you know, maybe capsules, maybe edibles. Do you have children? Yes. All these things factor in. Um, tell me about your household, your day-to-day, um, that kind of thing. So we really kind of dive deep into what, what's going on. And try um, and recommend things that will work. And you're not there to sell them ounces and ounces of flour or or many milligrams of edibles you i do get the feeling in every single one of the dispensaries i visited that they have the patient's best interest in heart yeah. and they do and and it kind of comes out when i talk with you you want to help people the people there want to help you right. and it's a great uh, trait to have, obviously. You have to have some compassion for your fellow man. And now you've got a product that you have some knowledge in. Yep. One of the questions that I have about the dispensaries and the people behind, uh, the patient advocates, if you will, is the amount of hours of education that they're really given in order to deliver the type of medical advice, if you will, that they have to do on a regular basis. Is there a requirement for number of hours of education for your patient advocates? And I know there's no state guideline for this. There isn't a state guideline, but we're very, <clears throat> we're very determined to bring it to part of our what we're doing. So mm-hmm. we're going to be opening um, a couple of other dispensaries. We're, we're looking at probably adding to the team about 30 to 40 more associates. Mm-hmm. So we definitely need a little more structure. Um, so far, it's been you have a two-week rigorous training program where you're learning everything. Yep. Um, part of that is knowing the difference, and this is part of their interview process as well, in, in that tell me, tell me about your experience with cannabis. Tell me mm-hmm. about your knowledge, sativa, indica, CBD, all the differences and, and all the benefits, terpenes, trichomes, you know, different terms. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the benefits of edibles. And then they, so we get into each different category flower 
um, how many strains there are of flower, what's the difference between a indica, a sativa, and a hybrid? What's a hybrid? You know, right. well, you know, is there such thing as a is a pure sativa and a pure indica anymore? Um, I say they're urban legends. I I think that they've been cross strained so many times that much like breeding a dog, there's going to be some mix, some mix in there, yeah. um, and that happens. And then mm-hmm. you get your hybrids. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's there's thousands and thousands. And, and in of two strains. weeks, how much can one person <clears throat> really absorb? I mean, you know, depending on what their baseline knowledge is going in. Um, and there is so many. And, and by the way, and the knowledge and the research, it grows every single every day. day. Yeah. And it changes all the, the time. Articles and, and, I mean, I'm yeah. really, I really, since I started this podcast, I'm really throwing myself into the industry to learn as much as possible for a number of reasons. One is I am a card-carrying member. Yeah. You know, and I do like to know what I'm putting in, what effect is it going to have on me. I've had some bad experiences with edibles mm. and, and would like to chat a little bit about that because we all recognize perhaps you come in and you know the dangers of cigarette smoking. I mean, pretty much that's in our head. The United States has gone way down in their uh, consumption of cigarette smoking. If you ever travel abroad, the rest of the world just hasn't picked up on that yet. But at some point, they will. Uh, and a lot of people don't want to roll a joint and smoke it. Okay? And by the way, with the intensity of the cannabis that's out there right now, you don't want to smoke a whole joint. You never will want to afterwards. It's, right, right. It's too intense. Yeah. That being said, um, there are other ways to ingest and get this into your system, whether it is by tincture, which is a, a liquid that supposedly you put under your tongue or it gets into your body one way or another. Uh, the edible, which can be anything from a cookie to a gelatin kind of a sub thing or even into a honey, which is something I prefer. I think the honey is great because it goes with tea and it's relaxing. You throw a little chamomile. You, it's exactly what you might need to get a good night's sleep, at least to put you into that relaxation mode. Um, so let's go back to the edibles. Everybody has a story because of the delayed onset of the effects. Obviously, that is a huge educational opportunity to tell people about. How do you gauge and, and can you gauge when it comes to um, figuring out what that dose should be? Correct. We we definitely start with um, a, a term that I'm particularly fond of. That would be microdose. Mm-hmm. They they need to know that. Um, let's say it's a gummy. It's a little uh, round disc um, gelatin. gelatin. Yep. Very easy to cut. Mm-hmm. You can cut that up. Yeah. So if it's ten milligrams, my suggestion would be to cut it in quarters, if, depending on their age. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at two percent, maybe two and a half percent or two milligrams mm-hmm. of of cannabis um, THC. This will not flip them out. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's going to be an, um, a slow kind of process. And it may not even, you may not even feel anything for an hour, if an hour and a half. Even. Right. After, after an hour and a half, if you're still not feeling anything, go ahead and take another. It's two not... And, two and a half milligrams. Correct. Now microdose. you're up to five. Right. Now you're up to five milligrams, um, which, is, which is a comfortable level mm-hmm. um, for many, elderly especially. Mm-hmm. I start them at two mm-hmm. and then they increase. Um, I have a, one patient, she's 98. Holy moly! She's my favorite. Oh my she's God. she was born in between my parents. My my father was nineteen twenty and my mother was twenty two and she was born in twenty one. Wow. She is 
absolutely gorgeous. I just love her. And she comes in and she gets her caramels. Please tell me that she has a caregiver with she her. Does. She's not driving yes, to no, the dispensary. No. Okay, good. Yeah, she has a caregiver. <laughs> but every time, everybody loves her. Everybody. And I said to her mm-hmm. caregiver, you know, you can come in on her behalf, you know, because you're a caregiver. And she said, she loves coming here. This is like her her outing. What's she, new? She it it's is new. Yeah. So she and gets imagine her, being ninety eight, by the way, and being able to talk about it with your great grandchildren. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but much like my my mother was on fifteen different medications from three different doctors who weren't communicating with each other, so a lot of them <clears throat> were were terrible interactions <clears throat> for her at her age, and and this woman was able to stop taking. Um, <clears throat> Uh, her sleeping pills and all these other, a couple of other drugs, actually, she was able to wean herself off of because of the effects of cannabis in her system. The interaction, too, I want to speak to, especially for the elderly, if they're on other drugs, there's very little interaction, drug interaction, with cannabis and other drugs. So there isn't a whole lot, you know, we still want to know, we're curious, Mm -hmm. um, and there's more research being done. But for the most part, no one's ever OD'd. No one's ever died. I think people who end up in the hospital, especially after eating an edible, perhaps a little too high a dose. Oh, definitely too um, high a dose. It's definitely a panic. Yes. It's almost right. an anxiety attack yep. that creates, <gasps> I, I need right. to go to the doctor because I'm going to die. But, and actually, yeah. you do. that's the polar opposite probably of what you need to do Correct. when you have too much. But yep. it's you have to will it away. You yep. really have to... Relax and breathe and drink lots of water, water right, yeah. and just try and be in a very relaxed state. And believe it Turn or not, the TV on and and go in. Be that couch potato right. you always wanted to be, and chew on a peppercorn. <laughs> now, see, everybody has these these tricks, right. if you will. And I've heard doctors. <laughs> I've heard doctors actually say pure CBD can control it. Actually, it can because CBD does counterbalance the THC. Yeah. yeah. Um, some doctors believe that and some doctors don't. Yeah. And like anything, you have to try it. Right. Now, we don't recommend that you overdose on an edible no, no. just to try and <laughs> right, please yeah. don't. But in case you do, right. it isn't a bad thing. Uh, I've also heard lemon zest, by the way. That's another yeah. one. I think a Leafly doctor uh, requested that. You know, Leafly is a is a great service that is probably the number one uh, go-to news service yeah. of uh, the cannabis industry. I think it's out of Washington State. Yeah. They've produced hundreds, if not thousands, of videos. So you can go online and, and check it out and learn so much and be entertained by a few of the things, too. Right. Um, because it is pretty funny. I think it's the Bud Boys or something. They they go out into the the world and do crazy things when they're high. And yeah. you know, nothing dangerous, but just, you know, hey, let's take us, you know, let's go on a boat ride. Let's, I mean, it's just. It's just kind of fun if, yeah. you, if you can make it that way. Uh, this, of course, has been In the Weeds with Jimmy Young, and I've been talking with Julia Wentworth from the Garden Remedies Dispensary in Newton, Massachusetts. You will know that In the Weeds is brought to you by Vape Daddies, now with four locations in the greater Boston area for all of your vaping needs and questions. Remember to subscribe to In the Weeds on clnsmedia.com. For Julia Wentworth of Garden Remedies in Newton, I'm Jimmy Young. We'll see you next time on in the weeds. 
In the Weeds is a podcast produced at the studios of Little Park Media in Wellesley, Massachusetts for the listening enjoyment of our audience. None of the opinions or advice on this program should be considered medical advice or a substitute for seeing a certified medical marijuana practitioner or your local physician. All opinions and thoughts on this show do not necessarily represent the management of CLNS Media Group or Little Park Media.